1: Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network.
2: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance.
3: The Hawk Chronicles. Follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars.
4: And now, episode 150, Armageddon. Hold your fire. We are here under the orders of Colonel Zandu in support of Lord Zokar.
5: I'm expecting one driver and one driver only.
4: Do you know who I am?
5: No, I don't. That's why I'm putting a warning shot over your head. The next one will find its mark, I can assure you.
6: Guard, I am KL. Take these and let us go about our business.
5: Approach.
6: Here. These came from Brady, the storekeeper. Orders issued by Colonel Zandu. Now I'd advise you to holster your weapon unless you want to vaporize all of us. What are
5: you talking about? Do
6: yourself a favor and read the manifest
5: got the usual deal. Why?
4: Horses? Nuclear warheads?
6: That's why this former seeker's with me, to safeguard the cargo. Now holster your weapon and open the magazine storage door and let us get on with our business. Or should I call Brady and inform him that you're refusing delivery?
5: Now, now get us delivery on the ladder and get out of here. There, the door's unlocked. You gonna need any help?
6: No. I can use the forklift. It'll take me about 15 to get the job done.
5: I'm gonna call we'll have this menacus checked. It better be gone by the time I get back.
4: Don't worry, friend. The sooner we unload these weapons and nukes, the better.
6: What do you think?
4: I think Gabby and Tam had better set up our perimeter defense while you and I scout ahead. Let's go. Exit the driver's side. Stay low. There are cameras.
6: I'll get the forklift and start unloading.
4: That's it. Keep those. Stay on this side of the truck. When KL pulls off one of these big crates, climb up on the wheel well and hang onto the crate's cargo net. Heel back out and into the magazine compartment. There's only one camera here, so you shouldn't be seen. Gabby, you go first. Roger that.
7: Joffra, did I hear you say that you and KL will scout ahead? That wasn't the plan we discussed.
4: That's the plan now.
7: No offense to KL, but I have combat experience against Rage. I think it should be me and you.
4: We need the element of surprise. There's no way to get you down any of these passages without being seen by one of the security cameras. Remember, there's a good reason Zocar is called Wi-Fi, so no radio com unless we're in a firefight. Just remember that he can pick up on our transmissions. Now, once we offload, I'll have Kale back the truck up and block the door so they can't close it.
7: What if Wi-Fi sees you on camera? He knows you all too well from the camp.
4: I'll be wearing this long duster and hood. I'll have to hope for the best. I need you here to protect the truck.
7: He makes a good point. Besides, I'd rather have you covering me than the town drunk. All right, up you go. Let's get in there and get loaded. Right now, Cap, that sounds like a great idea.
8: Oh, hello, and welcome to Looney Louie's. If you need any help, just holla. Thanks. Uh, Looney Louie's? Would you be Louie? That's me. Best prices in town. You looking for anything in particular?
5: The last time I was in here, a very nice lady had a nice hero piece. Oh, I, I see you still have it. Yes, yes, hold on. Beauty, isn't it? Well, as I remember, it had a certificate of authenticity with it. Yep, right here. I see the price hasn't come down much. Have you had uh, any interest in it?
8: Oh, we get fans of the show coming in here occasionally. They go freaking crazy when they realize it was actually used in the show.
5: Here, feel how heavy it is. No cheap plastic here. Oh, I've held it before. The lady that worked here uh, let me try it out. You said we. Is she still around? I think her name was, uh, Joanne.
8: No, I, uh, bought the store from a seizure. Seems she, uh, sort of got into some sort of trouble, and the government took possession of it. I got a pretty sweet deal on it. Oh, that's
5: a shame. She seemed like a nice person.
8: Well, I guess you never really know a
5: person, do you? Ah, so true. Hey, you know, you might be seeing me around a bit. My nephew and I are big into Comic-Cons. We get a lot of our cosplay material from pawn shops.
8: Ah, if you ever need any steampunk materials, I have loads of brass fittings, small gauges, and flip goggles.
5: Well, i tell you what, I'm not really into that, but I do have a lot of con friends in the Baltimore area who are. Do you have a couple of cards? Maybe I could pass them out at the next uh leave con. Tell
8: you what I'm gonna do. <laughs> well, <laughs>
5: this should be good.
8: I'll put a mark right up here in the corner on these. And if uh, one of your con friends buys something and gives me back this card, I'll work out a deal on this piece. Uh, that's if I get a few. Ah, uh, well, that sounds like a fair plan. Now, if you're a collector, maybe you have something you could pawn. I'll work with you. In the meantime, is there anything else here that uh, might interest you?
5: Well, you know, everything here interests me. That's part of the problem.
8: Then you're in the right place. Looney Louie is here to make crazy deals.
5: Hey, uh, thanks for taking the time to show me that piece. I promise I'll spread the word about you and hopefully send you some business. I'll be back. You can count on it.
8: Have a good day.
5: Well, the place is called Looney Louie's, and he's our man.
2: The guy in the photo?
5: I'm certain of it.
2: Do you think he caught on to you?
5: No, he gave me a stack of business cards to hand out. They're the real nice glossy kind. I'm sure we can pull a print. We
2: struck out with facial recognition, so I wouldn't hold out too much hope for fingerprints. Well, I
5: showed a lot of interest in an item. He mentioned I could perhaps pawn something to work out a deal.
2: Yeah, something that had a listening device in it so that would be pretty time-consuming to listen through hours and hours of tape.
5: Oh, no, not with what I propose to use. I'll go back to buy some items for my steampunk friends. I'll also take in an item to pawn. and it'll have a transmitter inside. It'll transmit to a relay that I set up outside, and that will relay it over to the IDF office a block away. They'll, in turn, send it over the net to here. Good grief.
2: It'd be easier to hide somewhere and eavesdrop.
5: That's pretty simple, really. The best part is that the transmitter is voice-activated, so no pouring through hours of clocks ticking.
2: Well, even that would be better than listening for 24-7. Do we have a way of tracking him if he leaves?
5: <laughs> hey, you no. Know, you know, if this was a TV drama, I'd say, Kelly, hack into the city system and track his movements with the traffic cams and the security cameras.
2: Then I'd say, better yet, boss, I'll triangulate his cell signal on the fly and then we could watch the blinking red light on our city map.
5: Well, unfortunately, this isn't TV. I'm, I'm hoping he'll leave with Hank, and we do have a tracker in his car. In the meantime, I'm headed to the old office. I'm meeting up with Nelson. I'll have him run prints through the IDF system in case this guy is another Hongun.
2: All right. I'll keep searching databases for anything on Hank. Let me know if you find out anything.
5: Will do. Ciao.
3: We just checked the information you gave us with what Lister has told us. And? Either the three of you are really good liars with the same story, or you're telling the truth.
9: Well, which is it? Don't leave us in suspense.
0: Mandu. you are such an idiot.
9: Well, he didn't say which.
0: Controller, now that you know that we're telling the truth, what happens next?
3: The Council has been advised of your valuable contribution, and... It's taking the matter under advisement. I'm sure that by tomorrow we will have confirmation of our deal.
9: There should be no need of a confirmation. A deal is a deal.
3: We guaranteed banishment to an inhabited planet, but not which one.
0: What are the candidates? I hope it isn't a place like Jubat where everyone looks like Sprague.
9: I think you would fit right in. Lenora, you're certainly cold-blooded enough.
3: Enough bickering, you two. Mondu, we are considering sending you to Fillion. There is a tribe there whose members are big like yourself. Lenora, we are thinking of planet of 310 or its alternate for yourself.
0: 310? You mean Tony Simon's home planet? Why?
3: Think about it, Lenora. You were an orphan during the Galactic War. When you were adopted, your new parents said that you spoke the language of planet 310.
0: Without my translator, I will struggle. It's been a very long time since I spoke in my mother tongue.
3: You'll do fine, if that is what we can get for you. My brother is a regional director for the East Coast of the Americas, one of two general continental areas, much like that of Titan Three. He is in the Western Hemisphere and will be your watchdog, so to speak.
0: Is Tony on the same continent?
3: No, he is in the Eastern Hemisphere. Why? Do you have a problem with Agent Simon?
0: Let's just say we butted heads a few times. If it's planet 310, then I'm satisfied.
3: Mondu?
9: There are places far worse than Felon.
3: Excellent. If approved, Mondu, you will travel to Fillion on the Mercury with Nate. Lenora? As soon as the Deep Space step returns, you'll proceed to 310. Once approval is confirmed, you'll each get familiarization material for your prospective planets.
0: I've seen Nate's 310 movies. It's a frightening place.
3: Don't worry, Lenora. That is all fiction for the most part. It's a very nice planet.
0: Good. But if I see one single hundred-foot lizard eating a city, I'm out of there.
6: If they suspect foul play, an alarm will be triggered. The extra forces should be in the troop billeting area.
4: That's where we need to go. Can we get there without raising suspicion?
6: We'll have about ten seconds before anyone realizes we walk past the control room. Stop outside the door, and I'll go in and tell the security guard that an old friend of ours was supposed to be on this mission. I just want to pop in and exchange a quick greeting.
4: What if he asks who?
6: Look, I got a list of soldiers from Brady. I have a pack of these. I'll say it's a gift for good luck.
4: What are those things? Detonators?
6: Dead leaves. They're dried out and then rolled up in strips of paper. You eye the end of one and inhale the smoke.
4: Wait a minute. You mean to tell me that you take dried up leaves, wrap them in paper, set them on fire and then inhale the smoke?
6: Yes. It contains addictive narcotics that bring pleasure.
4: Well then we shouldn't have bothered to bring weapons. Just several cases of these dried up leaves and that would have been that.
6: No, it doesn't work that way. It takes years to kill you. I'll be right back.
4: I've been doing this all wrong. All I needed were dried poisoned leaves and paper. All of my targets would have done their own selves in. Sam, Gabby, defensive positions. I'm on my way. They have KL. Take out the cameras.
7: Up here. Take cover. I think we got the cameras. What happened?
4: KL went in to arrange for us to go to the barracks. We were going to use concussion grenades to neutralize the extra forces. As soon as he went in, alarms went off.
0: I knew it. I should have trusted my instincts. He double-crossed us.
4: I don't think so. He had a well-thought-out plan to get us access to the barracks. Besides, he wants that 1,000 unit payday.
7: I agree with Captain Tam, but right now, we've got bigger problems.
4: Tam, your field of fire is from the right column to the wall. I'll take from the left wall to the second column in. Gabby? I got the
7: rest. Don't worry. This model BFG will cut him down like winter wheat in Kansas.
4: I don't know what that is or where, but it sounds good to me.
7: Movement, right. Good shot. Four
4: left. A little help, Gabby.
7: You got it. There's
4: too many! Stay calm and cover your field of fire. RPG! Hold your fire! We are surrounded by nuclear weapons. You fire that RPG and we become a big black hole in the ground. Stand down. Stand down. Hold your position. Smart move, Wi-Fi. There is no danger of a nuclear explosion. I know the primers are stored separately. There's no fission without them. I'm just giving you an opportunity to end this quickly. What have you done with KL? I haven't done anything to him yet, but this traitor will be dealt with severely. Fall back and set up behind the bigger crates. Get near the door to the storage room. We'll use that as a last resort. Can we negotiate? Certainly. Surrender. I'll dispatch all of you with the firing squad. A quick and merciful end to your career. I really don't like those terms, Zoka, so the answer is no. Is that your final answer? I've got your final answer right here. <laughs> cover me.
7: They're coming too fast! Fall back to the magazine. I'll
4: cover you bolt the door clear the windows come and
7: get it boys
9: Well, well. To what do I owe the honor to this visit? Business.
5: <laughs> Both old and new. How's it going, Nelson?
9: Fine, P.I. Barnes. This should be interesting. What's the old business?
5: My, uh, would-be assassin.
9: Harris? As far as I know, she's doing time in federal prison. What do you need with her?
5: Oh, uh, hopefully nothing. It's a new business that involves her. As you know, we've been tracking the guy who's been harassing my client.
9: Yeah, Kelly caught up on that. She said that her and Kate were supposed to meet you and Horace at the public boat ramp in Essex. But it didn't quite work out that way. Yeah, he uh, threw us
5: a curve. We were just lucky he went to that restaurant. We tracked him to Joanne's old pawn shop.
9: Ah, now I see. This changes things. It's moved from a harassment case to a possible IDF implications. Luckily no one's around, so maybe I can help. Kelly said you guys suspect that he's a hungin'.
5: Well, I have no doubt that he is. We've exhausted databases with facial recognition.
9: So you want me to run it through the IDF database? I can do that.
5: Well, listen, I went to visit the guy incognito posing as an interested buyer. I told him I could possibly get some of my sci-fi con buddies to shop there. So he gave me a handful of these. I bagged him, hoping to save any prints.
9: I'll get these over to Pierman. His man Robert is a forensic whiz. If he's in the system, we'll find him. We can also verify he's a hongan due to their unique print pattern.
5: Now, he was spotted with Hank. Big question is, how does he, Hank, and Joanna Harris interconnect? Why is Hank stalking Claire?
9: My guess is that he thinks since she works for the state police,
5: she might be tailing him or his partner. All right, now let's throw in the fact that this Hank lives in Kuo's old apartment. He ties into Wei Wong and her gang, who are trying to knock out comm towers in Sweden. This whole thing is one big crazy merry-go-round.
9: It's possible they have no connection aside from being part of Rage. Once Wong and Kuo were out of the picture, Rage moved these guys in.
5: Ah, You're probably right. I'm just trying to force the issue to make sense of all this.
9: How's Kate doing?
5: Oh, she did real well on our stakeout. I recommended to Holiday that she be considered for active duty.
9: That'll make her happy. After all, she's the one who worked all these cases. I'm sure she'd like to tie things up.
5: You know, it really surprised me that when it came time to tail Hank from the boat ramp, she insisted that Kelly go with me, since she's my partner now. That's a big change from the old Kate. Really? That
9: surprises me too. I guess we're all adjusting to new alignments. You're out of the workforce doing private eye work. Kate's off doing her thing. Mac is a detective now. Kelly is working for you. And you're still
5: rookie. I know it has to be frustrating to be one of the IDF's top agents and not to play the part of the rookie cop.
9: Sometimes, but it takes times like these that I can exercise my true power. Here I'm the rookie, but there you're the rookie. Well, as
5: one rookie to another, I'm looking forward to whatever you can find.
3: I have completed the Docking Bay Hull Integrity Test. The STIP departure was normal. Thank you, George.
1: What's Agent Simon's ETA? Seven and one-half standard hours until
3: orbit acquisition.
1: Good. That leaves us a little more than one rotation for prep for STIP return. What's the latest on the resupply capsule? 2.5 standard hours out. Docking Bay Delta is ready to receive.
10: Was that a 2.5 for the resupply capsule, I heard?
1: That is affirmative, Lieutenant Andrews. Are you anticipating
10: anything special? I was hoping for a new batch of Planet 310 movies.
1: (laughs) Their depiction of space travel and aliens is hilarious.
10: Yes, hilarious, but nonetheless quite entertaining.
1: Lieutenant
3: Andrews, I have some very stimulating lectures on string theory
10: that you might find
3: entertaining. It's not at all hilarious.
10: That's okay, George. I'll wait for the less intellectual stuff. It provides a nice break from the real science. And don't try to fool me, I know you watch them too.
4: Why do you say that?
10: Daisy, Daisy.
1: Oh, you heard about that. He really had me worried. I thought for sure he skipped a circuit and was going to leave me outside the airlock. Now that, gentlemen,
3: is the definition of hilarious. Commander, stand by. Incoming call from the controller.
1: Main monitor, please. Commander Sims, how can I help you, sir?
3: Commander, Lieutenant Andrews, I want to thank you for getting Tony and Sam off without incident.
1: Not a problem, sir. However, there have been a lot of questions as to why Sam was sent to 310.
3: I'm well aware of Agent Simon's displeasure, but we feel it's necessary. Sam is a hungan without a home. We are not sure how long the ruse we gave him will protect him from his people. He was extremely beneficial to us in the capture of Lister, Lenora, and Mondu. Since he has experience on 310, we felt he'd have the best chance of assimilation there.
10: If I may, sir, he's a hungan. A professional assassin. Aren't you worried he'd revert to his old ways?
3: My brother is the area commander there. He'll keep a close eye on him for us. I haven't told Agent Simon yet, but Sam will be deployed to the western hemisphere of 310, in the very city my brother is headquartered.
1: You're going to have your brother babysit him?
3: Hopefully it won't come to that, Commander. Planet 310 has an alternate version in what we call a sister dimension. If needed, he could transport there. We suspect that some of the cases the IDF is working on there may involve Hungan mercenaries. He would be a valuable asset.
10: Okay, that all makes sense now. The best way to catch a Hongan is with a Hongan.
3: The Deep Space Stip should be returning after one and a half rotations or so. I need you to prepare it for another trip back.
1: That won't be a problem, sir. I take it we can expect passengers aboard the station soon? We are exiling Lenora to 310.
10: Uh, Lenora? The woman who twice helped Lister escape?
1: Sam and Lenora? Sir, what do you have against your brother? Both Lenora
3: and Mondu have cooperated fully, as has Lister. Mondu will be sent to Fillion and Lister to our isolated moon colony.
10: Mondu will fit right in with some of the fringe colonies on Fillion. But Lenora on 310?
1: I concur. She may be hard to control on such a diverse planet. Does Agent Simon know? He will, Commander. In due time.
10: I suppose knowing Sam was going back with him was enough for one person to
3: know. Precisely, Lieutenant. No need to overload him with details. He'll find out soon enough.
4: We're not going to be able to hold them all. We can do it. They'll have to breach these walls to get to us. We've already taken out a few of them. The odds are getting better and
7: better. These windows are limiting our fields of fire. Not for long. RPG, take cover.
4: (laughs) Is everyone all right?
7: I'm good. Oh, good to go. We'd better ready ourselves for a final attack. Ready your
4: weapons and good luck. I've got my luck right here. Hold your fire, everyone.
7: Those are conventional weapons. These guys were using laser weapons.
4: It sounds like a lot of conventional weapon fire.
7: Sounds like it's over. It is now.
4: Colonel Rada here. Hold your fire. Rada,
7: Didn't think I'd ever be happy to see him again.
4: Approach. Seems you arrived in the nick of time. Jaffre time, Gabby. I trust you're all none worse for the world. Hey, you're the last person I expected to see here.
7: How did you know we were here?
4: It seems that KL doesn't have the stomach for something like this, so he radioed us with your plan. Well, it turns out that he was on our side after all. Have you secured Wi-Fi? Yes, we're securing him now. We'll take him back to camp with us. Hold on now. I'm afraid I can't let you do that, Rada. Zokar has a hefty bounty on his head, and I intend to collect. You'll have proof of his capture, but I'm afraid he'll have to come with us. This is unacceptable. My dear Jaffra... You have no say in this matter.
5: Will Joffre accept the conditions? Will Nelson be able to help ID Henry? And what awaits Agent Simon at MI6? Find out the answers to these questions and more in Season 7 of The Hawk Chronicles, The Fall of Rage.
11: Hi, my name is Tracy Babian, co-author of the Carlson Chronicles podcast. My husband... J.A. Babian, the main author, had a triple stroke in the latter part of August of this year. Jerry was lifelighted to Tulsa, Oklahoma, with a brain bleed that the doctors thought they were going to have to do surgery on him, which surely would have killed him. Thank the Lord they didn't. He survived that brain bleed and swelling, but he is in need of so much for his recovery. I have started a GoFundMe to help with all the costs that I just don't have. I retired back in April of this year so that I could take care of Jerry as he was starting to show signs then that I just didn't catch. Little did I know this would be a blessing in disguise. He is fighting this setback of memory loss and 75% use of his right leg, arm, along with his cognitive speech. Considering the doctor said he would not make it, I consider him to be a miracle. Medicare has only granted 12 visits of physical and speech therapy twice a week. He needs at least six months' worth of speech therapy alone. That is a total of $4,000 we need to pay up front that I just don't have. So far, we have had $775 in donations of the $10,000 we need come in. Please donate today so that he can get his needed medication, therapy, and also help pay bills at Medicare just will not cover, even if it's only $5. I update this account so folks can see his progress. You can go to my Facebook account, Tracy Babian VO, to find the pinned link with the title, Jerry Babian Stroke Victim Needs. Jerry says, thank you. I still have a lot to write on my stories that I want to get done. Please help me to achieve that goal. Thank you in advance for your donation. Tracy Babian.